Welcome to the second episode of PH Pod, a podcast brought to you by the Boston University School of Public Health and Public Health Post. I'm Nick Diamond, Managing Editor of PHP. What I've understood is that a lot of my work is to empower by example and sharing parts of my life that have allowed me to become a better person and to be um, the best version of myself. And so, you know, if I want to be around to dance as long as possible, I need to be healthy and um, I need to know and make smart decisions that um, are healthy and knowing your status and to being tested and to um, know how it affects other people. Um, that is taking care of yourself, it's taking care of others, but it's also allowing my dancing to be as best as it can be and making sure that I can dance as long as I can. And so I think that in my dancing, um, I really want to be honest. That's Harper Waters, a soloist in the Houston Ballet, the fourth largest professional ballet company in the United States. In episode two of PH Pod, we'll learn from Harper about the intersection between ballet and access to HIV prevention. The Houston Health Department selected Harper as an ambassador for the I Am Life campaign, which empowers the LGBTQ community to confront the HIV epidemic. The campaign emphasizes the words I am here, I exist, I matter, and links those vulnerable to HIV to healthcare providers, delivering HIV prevention, testing, and treatment services. We spoke with Harper at a studio in the Houston Ballet and start our conversation about what ignited his passion for ballet and public health. My dad, he, t- he taught at the University of New Hampshire, and they would have an artist series, and um, Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater, um, their second company, they came to um, perform, and their company, besides being a world-renowned um, modern dance company, they're also known for being predominantly African-American. And um, I had taken dance classes at the time um, when I saw them, uh, but watching them and seeing the men particularly and the strength that they had um, and that they were on tour and that they were performing and, um, you know, that was my first taste of, um, oh, you you can do this. Um and there are people who look like you doing it. How did you then translate your art as a soloist in the Houston Ballet to advocate for access to HIV prevention as a part of this I Am Life campaign? I Am Life and the work that I've done for HIV prevention has really just been an extension of my my need to want to learn more and to want to understand my community and the community that I represent. And, um, you know, in, in embracing my sexuality and in embracing my ethnicity and race, um, it just felt like the right thing to do. I needed to do it for myself. I didn't know enough about the numbers. I didn't know enough about, um, the information. And I didn't, I, I think I fell um, I was guilty of believing preconceived notions and stereotypes. And I wanted to associate myself with the city and um, the people who um, HIV affects. And so that's really where um, my interest and want to be a part of the campaign came from. You have built a massive 
audience on Instagram with over 200,000 followers. In what ways have you leveraged social media to engage those vulnerable to HIV? Just over over time and, you know, leading up to where I am now, I have developed a following on social media. I have developed visibility and I understand that visibility is currency and the power that that has. And so I felt like I wanted to use my platform for not just um, the likes, but to relay really important information. I just had more eyes on me. And, you know, it was a real shock when and when you feel a video go viral and you see the attention and eyes on you and the likes and the um, shares. And um, what I would do is I would use those videos to... I, to attract more eyes, to collect more visibility. And then I would, now that you have, now that I have your attention, now I'm going to show you what I'm worth. And it started with, or I would show you my hard work, or I would show an aspect of the ballet world. It felt natural to talk about HIV and HIV prevention and to be a part of it. Because I had so many eyes on me that were responding to the media that I put out and um, I wanted, I wanted to do it. And so that's, I think how I use my social media in a way to highlight and talk about what I believe is really important. You spoke earlier about the Alvin Ailey dance company. Why is it important for young black queer men and transgender women who are vulnerable to HIV to see themselves represented in conversations about prevention, and treatment? Putting that information out, you can change someone's life. And I think that that's why why I wanted to do it. And um, I just think that the visibility of it, when you make something more, I don't know, common or you see see people doing it, it makes it more acceptable and um, attainable for others to do it. What advice would you offer to the next generation trying to make their voices heard about HIV prevention? To take it back to social media, I think it's really um, easy to fall into what you think will get the most likes or what you think will be um, the most popular. But people and and or at least the people I've met and the brands that I have worked with and the campaigns that I have worked with are much more interested in the community that you build than the amount of people that are following you. And so um, I know that I have built a, a predominantly queer African-American um, community. And so that's why I wanted to talk about it. And that's why I felt like it needed to be talked about have to be honest with yourself and your health and the choices that you're making off the stage because those choices affect the choices you make on stage. That's really where um, the parallel is between my dancing and my advocacy. PHPod features conversations with public health influencers, tackling topics that may be familiar but are sometimes uncomfortable. This podcast series is brought to you by the Boston University School of Public Health and Public Health Post which informs and inflects the broader conversation on health and social justice. Every day we feature new articles about the state of the health of the population. Join the conversation on social media and subscribe to the PHP Friday Roundup to receive our stories of the week delivered to your inbox by visiting publichealthpost.org.